good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Couldn't cut, didn't cut a dude. Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Historical Society Press and All My Relations Arts, presenting a book reading and signing of To Banish Forever, a secret society, the Ho-Chunk, and ethnic cleansing in Minnesota, written by Kathy Coates. Yeah, we're excited. We're going to have Kathy on tomorrow, and then uh, Wednesday we'll be live from uh, All My Relations uh, Gallery, uh, doing a live show there, and then uh, segue writing into... Uh, uh, the book signing and the reading and uh, the Q&A and uh, all that fun stuff. And we're excited to uh, get Ho-Chunk recognized uh, about the brutal removal that happened to them uh, in the state of Minnesota. Hey, we have Dr. Stately, and Dr. Stately is CEO. Uh, and I am trying to read right here what you have on there. President and Executive Officer of, of Native American Community Clinic here in Minneapolis in t- the Twin Cities. And also, I'm hearing a not only a big podcast uh, star on Native Ritz Radio, but uh, he is in a, a really important podcast I'd love to talk to him about. And uh, welcome, Dr. Stately. Bonjour. Thank you. I know I'm so excited. I want to come to that event on Wednesday if I can abdicate my responsibilities for hockey yeah hey hey uh, just don't wear your red ribbon shirt i'm wearing mine no i'm just kidding <laughs> girlfriend i have more than one red ribbon shirt just <laughs> <Good answer. laughs> it'd be like a red carpet moment like who wore it better yeah, yeah. i'll have my hair down looking good you know oh, okay a little braided all I actually i might actually braid mine like it's really hard for me to do braid it by myself mm-hmm. you know and i braided my kids hair for like 16 years or 15 years and they won't help me now jeez i'd cut those kids I off jeez well you know they might get cut off when they're 18 as soon as they graduate like i think they have these ideas that i'm gonna like you know fund their hockey careers and i'm gonna like you know <clears throat> my son always says to me, one of them always says to me, like, um, oh, he asked me this question. Daddy, are we rich? And I was like, um, well, <clears throat> let me clarify. You're not rich because you don't work and you don't have any job. <laughs> You're not bringing any money. <laughs> well, are I, you asking me if I'm rich? <laughs> well, be, before you cut them off, I want to read their scouting report because, you know, the NHL pays pretty well and just saying, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, they are in that I think documentary they're, you know, too. They're yeah, I think this when this summer, like one of the things I think we're probably going to do is they're going to be doing like some um, what do you call them showcases? Like you know, you mm. kind of which you know is also an investment. I got to because they don't drive. We we mm-hmm. already established that they don't have their licenses yet, and some people are telling me like, "Oh well, you know, you should be happy about that because your insurance rates go way got way up." And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, like the amount of time I lose sleeping and a few other things, I'm probably like, you know, it's probably a wash in terms of like the investment, but but I'll probably have to do things like fly them around or drive them around and get them to showcases and stuff like that, so they can get in front of in front of some scouts so yeah well that's exciting like don't cut them off yet you know we want those autographed uh jerseys when they're in the nhl they are um we're supposed to go up to we were going to go up to war road oh yeah i'm kind of anxious about like you know like a couple weeks ago when it was like balmy out you know like when christmas time it was like 
There was, yeah, we were wearing shorts, you know, and like, you know, sitting out in our backyards, you know, um, <laughs> having barbecues. Um, <clears throat> I was like, oh, yeah, we can go to War Road and like go for Hockey Day in Minnesota because they're actually going to, they're going to um, uh, premiere the movie Electric Indian. Um, that's mm-hmm. the story of uh, um, Henry Boucher's life. And um, my sons are in that movie, uh, in that documentary. And one of them like plays a young Henry, I think, um, <clears throat> or kind of mimics him. He like dresses oh. up in the red and gets a couple. Of, anyway, they're called what's um, you know they don't have any speaking parts one because they can't speak um, <laughs> or say anything that's sensical. Um, and um, uh, they are sixteen years old, right? So they're young people. They don't really know how to speak in front of other people yet. Um, well, that never stopped me with the radio show, so I don't know. <sighs> Well, you know, we'll talk about that another time. Um, <laughs> but um, there, I mean, we were going to go, and I was like, well, I don't know. It seems like it's going to get colder now, so maybe we won't go to, like, almost Canada. And... <laughs> it's probably warmer up there. <laughs> I don't know. I looked at the temperatures up there. It doesn't look like it's warmer right now. So, you know, it's like know. negative negative 40 below te- wind temperature. I, like, I don't really want to be outside um, on Hockey Day, Minnesota, be really freezing cold. I'll wait till next year when it's down here in Shakopee, then I'll, then I'll go. Well, they also are going to be showing the documentary down here. I, yes, I saw they will. Go. So I'm going to register and take them for that, too. And, you know, they can have their little, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Leah is going to mention, Leah's gonna, Le- Leah Hale is going to mention that they're, you know, give them a little shout out, I think, at the which is nice. So that's exciting. Anyway. I think I think we're going to have her on, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, you got to have her on that week before the hockey mm-hmm. game sort of thing. It's you know it's really like I I mean there is a big part of me that wants to go because I just like I, I've always wanted to like take them to War Road and just kind of check mm-hmm. out the town and you know um, you know they want me to buy. You know, they're pretty proud of um, that, you know, of that indigenous, about the indigenous sort of like, you know, um, connection. roots there, connection yeah. and the roots there. And they're proud to be like, you know, you know, strong hockey players and native boys. They're the yeah. only, I think, the only Dakota boys that are playing in the South Metro division, if not, you know, wow. Um, wow. not just Prior Lake, but all in South Metro. And they are, um, so they're pretty proud and, you know, they want me to buy, you know, some of that really expensive, um, more road equipment and gear that, you know, um, uh, you know, the swag, yeah, TJ Oshie is, you know, the the owner of that. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'll spend lots of money because it's owned by a a native person, Mm -hmm. but I'll buy that over Lululemon any day. So, (laughs) well, how much, (laughs) go ahead, Haley, sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, maybe we should do a Native Roots Radio family trip up to War Road for Hockey Day, Minnesota. Oh, we should. Yeah. Yeah, you two, let me know how that goes, and I'll be down here holding down the mothership here in the Twin oh, Cities. Lordy. Yeah. You can't brave the cold. <laughs> he's going to, well, yeah, he's going to claim, when claim elderhood. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Staley, when you were talking there, I was thinking, um, God, it was a million degrees this summer, and now it's. Uh, you know, during the fair and during uh, Shakopee's powwow, it was a million degrees, literally. Oh my god! And now, so and now it's uh, five hundred below degrees here, and it's just like we love Minnesota, but oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would be happy if it could just be like spring or fall, like you know, if we, so we could figure out how to just. And who knows, you know, who knows what's going to end up with global warming, you know, like I always tell people, like, you never know, I can, you know, my house could be like, you know, um, oceanfront property here in about, you know, two decades. Um, Well, in all seriousness, uh, before we take a break, there's a lot of people moving up to Duluth from all over the world because of global warming. Yes. Yes, there is. There's also challenges to that, I think, in our little state, right? No one can afford an actual house there anymore that lives here in Minnesota. Yeah. Hey, well, let's talk a little bit about COVID here in this next segment and also your podcast that you're on. Uh, Wendy has COVID now uh, in New York. Oh, so, no. yeah, so it's out there and it's all around. And I might have gave it to her on that long trip, you know, to New York when we were driving. So I'm Are not going to. Are you gonna wearing s- your mask? Uh, we'll be right back. 
<laughs> after this short break with Dr. Stately. And he'll be asking me more embarrassing questions. ho I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. The city of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month right here on AM 950. So, who's going to do what? Flashlights? Nowhere to be found. Emergency supply kits? Not packed. What about blankets? We have an old towel. Cell phones? May not work. Emergency water? Not a drop. Perfect. We all know where we're meeting if we're separated. The library. On Jones House. The bus stop. And I'll be waiting here wondering where you all are. Great. It sounds like we don't have a plan. Winging it is not an emergency plan. Make sure your kids know what to do during an emergency. Who to call, where to meet, what to pack. Visit ready.gov kids for tips and information. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Become a teacher and ignite change. Join the St. Paul Urban Residency Program to become a teacher in just 15 months. You can earn your master's degree and teaching license from the University of St. Thomas while earning a $30,000 stipend, single health care, and dental benefits. As an added bonus, next year's cohort, all residents will receive $20,000 towards their tuition. Apply now. Applications due February 28, 2024. Visit spps.org backslash s-u-t-r. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring health and tradition. Hey, we got Dr. Stately, uh, our friend here, and uh, talking about the medical field. And it was fun. We were talking about his young, his young boys or young men, uh, warriors that are hockey players. And uh, um, I, I, there's a couple things going on here. And again, you know, we uh, I put it all over Facebook on my post. But uh, you know, happy uh, Martin Luther King Day, Dr. Stately. And I wanted to mention that uh, a great leader, Thank great you. speaker, and. Uh, also, uh, you were were you at the MLK breakfast uh, this this morning? Or I wasn't. Saw? If I had known it was happening, I would have gotten up and driven in sub zero weather to go because I listened on. I listened to the um, the recording on the on that station. We don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> no, Minnesota Public Radio aired their uh, um, aired the talk, the keynote. It was really quite remarkable. A young woman, Marley Diaz. Um, uh, who is just, you know, she's 19 years old. She's a, she's a, you know, a Harvard scholar. She's like mm. achieved so much, this young black woman. Um, and she's so amazing. And, you know, her, her comments and her, and her, her talk was just spot on, just, you know, amazing, amazing talk. And um, when I hear young people like that, um, speaking and talking about, you know, our civic responsibilities and, you know, um, you know, <clears throat> I forget the name, I forget the question that the, that the, um, interviewer asked her towards the end of her talk, but he asked a question specifically about kind of like, if, you know, if there is one thing that she could, um, it, that she could do that would sort of like change the trajectory, um, of the, of, um, you know, our, you know, American politics are, you know, the, the direction of our, of our um, country in terms of, you know, global warming and a bunch of other things. He's like, you know, cause she was, these are all things she was talking about. She's talking about civil rights and a, a, amazing speech, you know, like arguably on par with like Martin Luther King as a leader. Um, wow. And um, she, she waited for a moment. Then she said, you know, she said, I think, um, 
uh, I would um, say that we have to work. We have to. We must work to dismantle white supremacy. Amen. The root of all things that are you know problematic in our society today, and <clears throat> just her her conversation, her talk was amazing. And I think you can go on um, that podcast and and look for her talk. It'll probably be posted in a number of places, probably even on her website. Yeah. But it was really remarkable. It, I, it gives me hope. It gives me hope to think that young people like her are, you know, stepping into these spaces and leading these conversations in our community and around the around the world. Um, it tells me that you know, um, you know, if we have more people like that, the world will be in in good shape in the next generation, right? You know, I. I can retire knowing that I've done my job, not because and I'm not taking responsibility for her, but I'm just saying like, if we can, you know, we have plenty of people, young people in our native community who are, you know, um, resilient and brilliant. You know, that's who we are as indigenous people. We are resilient and brilliant. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. Um, you know, and the thing, it's funny, Haley, uh, I was with Haley and a couple other younger, uh, people this weekend when we went to Minneapolis and, we have to remind our our young ones too that we outnumber them. We need to engage people. We're not going to change MAGA's mind. We're going to have we have to go mm-hmm. out there and work hard about getting uh, registering young and new voters uh, and not seem hopeless. Uh, and that's that's a yeah. big big yeah. care too. Absolutely. And she was talking a lot about like how you know we have to invest in like having that work happen in those places and spaces where we are, we don't always ha- already have that. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's an, an important investment in time, money, resources um, to do that work, which is to sort of work in those places where um, that message isn't heard very often. Right. Like, so, you know, having, you know, having, I guess, you know, um, those kinds of town hall meetings or those kinds of discussions in places that are deeply already democratic, Right, over and over to sort of kind of get people to turn out for the vote. You have to go to the places where people aren't turning out for the vote or they don't understand some of the other things and Mm -hmm. spending time. She was a real advocate for that and her logic is sound and um, she did a great job in in talking about those responsibilities that we all have, not just as all American citizens, but in particular the young people. They're the ones that will inherit... Um, the next, right. you know, the, the country for the next couple of generations. So, um, you know, um, yeah. I had to, you know, we all have to do, do our work. Right. So. Absolutely. And, it, you know, I, I, I've had this talk with some elders in the past, like uh, Madonna Thunderhawk and uh, people like that have been really fighting for generations for native Americans. And there was a period of time where there was a lull, but uh, since standing rock, there has been just a, a great uh, blooming of young activists uh, speaking on behalf of the water and Mother Earth and in uh, BIPOC rights, and uh, they don't see they don't see things as uh, my generation or the generation that that you know a lot of them have been colonized through boarding schools, and they see things in a in a different way, in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Well. The, the, the benefit of um, young people is they have a new set of eyes and they have a new set of uh, different way of looking at the world. Um, and I think <clears throat> I tell people this, I, I say this to my own kids and I say this to young people all the time, but I say it to also people who are our generation, which is, you know, um, our culture, our language, our um, who we are as indigenous people ha- transforms all of the time. We're changing all of the time. We're, we're, you know, we're evolving. We're not a static um, people. We're not a static culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we shift and we change um, as the earth shifts and changes. Um, that's part of, that's part of who we've always been. And, um, you know, the, the young people I think are getting that. So that's, um, that's an important um, thing. I think. Right. I wanted to like uh, be a part of that dinosaur clan that they were talking about on Reservation Dog. Or, <laughs> you, you, you missed it by a year or two, I think. Yeah. Just, yeah. Or the spaceship <laughs> clan or whatever, because things were evolving before, before the, 
settlers came in here. You're absolutely right. Yeah. So, Dr. Stately, um, you uh, are on a – I want to kind of amplify this because I know you do this great work, period, but also you've been done, done a lot of great work with Native Roots Radio and our symposiums over the years. And you were on a, uh, on a uh, podcast. I'd lo- love to have you talk a little bit about that and where people can find that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I had forgotten that I did it, actually. It was kind of out of, my, out of sight, out of mind. And then I got an email this morning, but um, <laughs> I was, um, and that was actually something that I did for one of our partners. Uh, they set it up to, you know, is supposed to be talking about the social determinants of health. And I don't know how somehow I just started, we, you know, you, you can listen to the the podcast if you want. And um, it was hard for me to listen to it because I, I wanted, I, I don't like the sound of my own voice, which I think is probably a really common thing for a mm, lot of people. I love the sound of my own voice. Yeah, I know that, um, but you know you're unusual, so there's there's that. Um, <laughs> but I was gonna say, um, like, but I wanted to listen to it because I know that like it was an unusual conversation in the sense that I wasn't I wasn't talking for the first part of the conversation. I think I wasn't really talking about my work, which is within the context of what I usually do. Is I'm like usually talking about like you know the work and the work. That I do in the clinic I was doing before that and you know that kind of thing which is a, a really comfortable place for me to be in I don't really talk a whole lot about my own um, personal life I think you and I do that a little bit because I have a personal relationship I mean we have a we've developed this this friendship right a collegial right. relationship I was talking to a complete stranger who was like I was just somebody on a zoom and um, it was for this show called American in Alaska Native Living that's um uh a show that is on the um, Envy One, I think Native, yeah, Native Native American One, one. yeah, many voices. Um, And, you know, I started, I don't know how he just asked me, like, so he asked me a couple of questions and before I knew it, I was talking about my own own life experience, you know, growing Mm -hmm. up in Minneapolis and being in boarding school and, you know, how that shaped me and, you know, how did I end up on the web? coast he was like he looked at my resume and he had like the he's like well you had this really prolific career on the west coast like how did that happen and i was just like a conversation we were having and i talked about how you know <clears throat> when i and i i've said this to you before personally and i think i think i might have also mentioned it on this show at different times but when i when i was 23 years old and i got sober i i I ran from Minnesota. I was running away from Minnesota as much as I was running towards something. Right. Um, I was newly sober, four months sober, and um, I didn't really have a plan. I had no Mm -hmm. plan. I didn't didn't know what I was doing. And I just, but I needed, I knew that if I stayed here, everybody I knew drank and used, and I would probably not survive. And so I ran and, you know, on a wing and a prayer and life turned out pretty okay for me. So talked a lot about how, like, you know, those are, those are, you know, those are, those are gifts. <laughs> you know, I had a lot of angels show up in my life. I, I, like I'm living the life that I didn't work really. I worked hard to get it, but I also was blessed. I was blessed by a lot of gifts from many, many. And you were awake uh, okay. to take, you were awake to take the right turns and everything. And I can relate to that. Yeah. You know? taking their left and right yeah. hey, it's called american indian and alaskan native living and you can find that on a podcast and um it's hosted by dr david derose derose yeah okay hey dr stately yeah. have a great week uh, hang in there thank stay you. warm and thank you so much Geeky, for coming yeah. on to looking on your relatives especially your elders so that they're safe Good call. We'll be right back. This is Nativerts Radio presents I'm Awake. Hey, if you're like a lot of people, you're probably relieved that the holiday celebrations are over. But there's one thing that might stay with us from the holidays besides all those gifts, and that's COVID-19. Numbers from COVID are going up as we spend more time inside. And Native Americans are seeing even bigger case spikes. With all the indoor celebrations over the holidays, you may have unknowingly been exposed to someone with COVID-19. That's why it's important to stay vigilant. If you notice any symptoms like a fever, a tickle in the throat, or heavy fatigue, take an at-home test. 
They're still free and can be ordered at sayyeshometest.org. If you do test positive, you're eligible for free treatment, and no health insurance is required. Visit health.state.mn.us to connect with providers and receive your treatment. Let's make 2024 the healthiest year ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live and and let howl. The City of Minneapolis is now on Native Roots Radio with Minneapolis AIR. AIR stands for American Indian Relations. Host Christine McDonald talks to people about important things affecting the city's Native communities. Minneapolis AIR dives into topics like public safety, public health, elections, and so much more. Tune in to Minneapolis AIR on Native Roots Radio from 5 to 6 p.m. on the second Wednesday of every month right here on AM 950. It takes teamwork to stay safe on Minnesota roads during the winter. You can help. When you see snowplows at work, slow down. Slower speeds can save lives. Don't crowd the plow and leave plenty of space between yourself and other vehicles. Keep your headlights on to see and be seen. Avoid distractions and always stay alert behind the wheel. This message brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Transportation, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Turn to Auto Technical with your vehicle donation. We have families waiting for a car. You know, over 85% of unemployed are successful in finding and keeping a job if they have dependable transportation. A car plus a job equals a life changed. 612-919-5526. We have families waiting for a car. 919-5526 or autotech.org. Minnesotans are hardy. We don't let snow or ice get in our way. We have places to go, so making sure your vehicle is in prime shape for winter driving is so important. Take your vehicle to Rudy Luther Toyota for all your service needs. I was just there. I got my oil and filters replaced, and they did a complete safety check to make sure my vehicle can tackle what winter has up its sleeve. And they service all makes and models of vehicles. Head to RudyLutherToyota.com and use their super easy Toyota service scheduler to set up your service appointment today. Rudy Luther Toyota, on the southeast corner of 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Cloudy tonight with a low of 4 below. Wind chills down to 27 below. Tuesday, cold sunshine with a high of 5 above, but wind chills of 25 below. Scotchamama's Hot Barbecue offers huge taste out of a little place. Scotchamama's is located just a block west of I-35W off of West Diamond Lake Road in South Minneapolis. Visit their website at scotchamamas.com. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Colvin, 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, we have a, a guest on. Uh, his name's Greg Aronson, and he is a lawyer. And we, we, we like having lawyers on if they have good news. And this sounds like good news. We're, he's working with the Interface Action, and that's interfaithaction.org. And we're talking about some free services, and I, it's kind of fun to to say uh, it's a pop-up legal clinic, and we, we understand that. And uh, uh, I want to welcome you onto the show, and it sounds like you got some really great information for people specifically in St. Paul here in Minnesota, but I I, I, I think it, it's just a beautiful thing, and let's talk about it. Welcome, Greg. Well, thank you both uh, for having me. It's very nice to meet you both. 
And also, uh, we're recording this on MLK Day, so I'd like to wish uh, you all a meaningful MLK Day as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and I appreciate that too. Um, this is uh, a thing that definitely needs to happen, and I'm glad it's ta- it's taken a long time, but happy MLK Day to you too and everybody that's listening to Native Brits Radio today. Hey, uh, let's talk about... Uh, this pop-up clinic and I kind of like to go through uh, who it is, what it is, and then who's, uh, who you're looking to help. And that's, let's talk about who it is. So um, yeah, thank you. So this is the power up clinic. The power up clinic is a space where folks can come for free legal assistance. And uh, that's um, it's really a wonderful thing. Uh, people can come there. They're on Thursdays and the dates are listed on the power up uh, clinic portion of the interfaithaction.org website. And people can come in with any questions. Um, and uh, we pair folks who need help with lawyers who are available to do it. And it's, it's really a beautiful thing. People sometimes don't know what their rights are, or they have just general questions. And it's really a great first stop to uh, triage all sorts of issues that that folks have and the 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 clients are anybody who shows up uh, we typically serve the folks in greater st paul area um, but you show up to progressive baptist church that's on burns avenue in st paul it's really wonderful um, really wonderful church good good people there and um, and we have we have a representative there from the Southern Minnesota Regional Legal Services, SMRLS, S-M-R-L-S, and you do an intake. And then if, uh, if, if we can help you, then we, we, we pair you up with uh, an attorney who's on volunteering that day, and it's a free one-time uh, legal services conversation. And hopefully we can help you uh, work on the legal issue or help you find the resources you need and point you in the right direction. Um, so it's, it's really great. A little bit of time goes a long way for a lot of folks, uh, and it could be any issue. We do landlord-tenant issues, um, sometimes debt collection. Uh, if you have questions about contracts, employment, if you were sued, um, of civil legal rights issues. Um, so it's really, really any question you might have. Uh, show up to the Progressive Baptist Church. They're on particular Thursdays. The dates are listed on Interfaith Action org and the power up clinic so it's and we we have the dates in front of us don't we Haley? you want to just shoot those out uh, they're thursdays absolutely so the next one coming up would be this thursday january 18th as well as february 1st february 15th and february 29th and you can also check out the website at interfaithaction.org uh, for any dates beyond february greg also i know that uh, people can come in person on these days for the clinic uh, at progressive baptist church which is 1505 burns avenue in st paul but they can also um, reach out by phone is that is that correct so really the, 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 the best way to, to get paired up with legal services is to show up on those Thursdays. Um, if you need help and you can't show up, go ahead and call and ask questions. We can be, um, you know, we, we're here to serve. So that we're, we're trying, to, trying to connect folks who don't have access to legal services with access. And we're going to do our best to, to serve the community in the way we can. I, I will say that um, just a little more information about uh, the folks who are there, the lawyers that we currently have volunteering are through the Cardozo Society. And the Cardozo Society is a, a legal affiliate group of Jewish lawyers and judges and law students who do uh, community service and uh, philanthropy work. And so, so um, we're also working to build really meaningful relationships with other partnership organizations, um, including the St. Paul Black Interdominant Denominational Minister Alliance, uh, SBIMA, and uh, SMURLS, Interfaith Action, as well as Mabel, the Minnesota, um, the Black Lawyers Association group, too. And we're trying to, to um, build bridges and, um, and really, at the end of the day, uh, help folks. Um, yeah. Yeah, complex so, issues. I really kind of zoomed in on uh, what you talked about, you know, people have questions about maybe landlord and uh, the tenant rights. I think that's a really important one. And I hope people key in on that. Also, I'm wondering, 
Uh, is there any help with like wi- living wills or anything like that? Because uh, I know, uh, for instance, I really don't know what direction to go personally on that. And I want to leave some of it to Haley, but not all of it. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, yeah, that, that's a great question. And we, we can, we can triage just about any legal issue. And if, if we can't totally complete the work in, in a one-time free legal session, we can help you find the services to keep moving forward and give advice in that direction. A lot of times um, people come in, they don't even know where to start. People don't even know what their rights are. They don't even know what questions to ask. So what we do at at the first place is just listen, introduce ourselves and people can share what they're thinking about, uh, what they're dealing with. And we can spot legal issues that we're trained to spot and start to figure out, okay, let's formulate a plan to address address whatever needs people might walk in the door with. And, you know, the other thing is, is this is a one-time, uh, you know, clinic session, but we also sometimes refer things out. We, you know, our, our attorneys in the Cardozo Society sometimes are able to take on a case pro bono. And mm-hmm. that real extended uh, litigation work or legal work of any kind that other that someone if they never attended the the clinic maybe they never would have gotten and the other thing we can do is refer you out to other community organizations there are a lot of uh, good people in the twin cities community in the saint paul community um, and across the state working to serve the underserved in many ways and 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 sometimes finding the right person to help you is half the battle right first you got to get in conversation and in relationship with someone who knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's not so easy to find that because it's, it's a complicated system. You don't even know what your, your legal problem really is or whatever the situation is. So um, that well, it's really holistic. We want to, we want to meet folks where they're at mm-hmm. and go from there. That's huge because I know the legalese is really um, confusing at times for uh, people that aren't, including myself, uh, uh, hip to the the legal system, but yeah, to me it sounds like you know not only if you're in crisis and need help, but it also sounds like just to maneuver, uh, like I said, a, like a living will. I wouldn't know who to go to, and maybe you guys can, uh, someone can help me in the process, and then also uh, uh, point me in the right direction. That's that would be really valuable for for me. Yeah, ex- I mean, exactly. And it's 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 legal issues. And it's also sometimes non legal issues. Someone will will come in um, and maybe they've been sued. Right. And, and if you don't know what the legal system, all of the intricacies, it can be confusing, but you only have a certain amount of time to respond. And if you don't, then you could potentially be in default on a legal action. So someone comes in, we can help them write an answer to a complaint. And that sometimes is very confusing. Sometimes mm-hmm. people come in, they think they have a legal issue and it's really more of a, a business issue. And we can help look at documents or contracts and help think about, okay, well, what's a, what's a reasonable path forward? Interpret complex legalese and put it into plain language. So um, the, the message here, I'll just repeat it again. I can't repeat it enough. Yeah. Come to the Progressive uh, Baptist Church on the dates listed on interfaithaction.org. And it's the Power Up Clinic. So on interfaithaction.org, you can scroll down and it's under programs. And click on Community Power Up and the dates are listed there. And uh, we have, we have um, um, numerous attorneys who are uh, excited to uh, give back to the community and do this for free. Mm-hmm. And um, there's, there's no commitment on your end. All you do have to do is show up and we'll have a conversation and hopefully you're you leave better than you entered. And that's the goal is, is we can elevate everybody, uh, lift everyone up uh, yeah. forward together. No, that's awesome. And uh, I don't know, Haley, do you got any uh, address to add to it? And uh, so we can get that out there because yeah. this is uh, a really quick interview, but there's so much information here that people really, um, I, I'm excited to have you on here and, and talk to our listeners about the, about this, because this is uh this is a game changer for a lot of people because we get calls, you know, from and uh, from my other job. Uh, how can I get help? This is happening. They didn't do this. They didn't follow the contract. You know, just things that I'm clueless about, Haley. 
I know. Well, me too. And I think, yeah, it's just this is an amazing resource for anyone who needs it. You know, if you're having troubles with landlord, tenant or property issues, uh, divorce or, you know, issues in the family, parenting time, custody of, you know, family or other family issues, debt collection, impounded cars, uh, probate employment. But I just want to remind everyone. So these free clinics through Interfaith and the Power Up Community Clinics happen. They're available twice per month on Thursday afternoons. And there is a certain time um, to come in person. So you'll want to come to 12 from 1230 to 3 p.m. on the days of those clinics. And um, by phone, they recommend that you call um, right at 1230 on those Thursdays. And the number for that was is 651-222-5863. And again, interfaithaction.org too. Uh, wow, Greg, uh, this is something that we want to play over and over again and the best of because this is huge huge information and we really appreciate you being on the show greg aronson and i said that correct oh so let me me just give you a very quick preview of what you do so you show up on the thursday on the dates there and then um we have a a wonderful person from smurls that's the southern minnesota regional legal services and they'll be there and you'll meet them and they'll help triage your situation and if we can help you uh we will put you connect you with the attorneys who are volunteering that day and uh, we'll have a conversation. And it's a one-time conversation for free. And you can ask uh, your, your questions and we can point you in the right direction. So Perfect. You, uh, check it out. Perfect. Pina Gigi, thanks for being on. And uh, thank you for doing uh, giving back to the community in such a good way. Hey, this is Native Fritz Radio Presents. I'm awake and we'll be right back after this short break. As we age, it's important to invest in our health and to help protect it. Like the flu, COVID-19 is always changing. That's why it's important to stay up to date on your vaccines. By getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines, you can renew your body's defenses and lower the risk of getting sick. Get your health boost and protect yourself against the flu and COVID-19. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. As we pack away the ornaments and bid farewell holiday season, it's time to unwrap the gift that keeps on giving, getting protected by a COVID-19 vaccination. This is your chance to make a difference, especially as our Native communities face higher COVID numbers. Those higher numbers underscore the need for collective action. So answer the call and get vaccinated. The latest vaccines are not just authorized, but they're proven effective against the current variants. This is extra protection, even if you've already had previous vaccines, since previous vaccines will eventually wear off. Plus, the new shots are FDA approved for ages six months and up. A COVID vaccine is not just a shot. It's a pledge to safeguard the wisdom and stories handed down by our elders. So join the movement, get vaccinated, and make 2024 the healthiest year ever ever securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more information, including details about clinics offering free vaccines, visit vaccines.gov. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Hey, before we get to Wendy on our Fun Facts Friday here in our Sacred Animal portion, which I learn stuff every time that we uh, get together and talk to you every Friday and Sometimes we sneak in a couple more days because we need a guest. But um, <laughs> uh, Haley, uh, there's uh, uh, something happening here with the, the COVID, uh, COVID uh, shots. And I'm wondering if you have any updates on, on that. I do. Let me just quickly pull that back up. So, um, yeah, I just want to remind everyone. So um, we're actually going to be recording our second COVID-19 uh, symposium with Dr. Stately soon. But there is some information 
that we want to get out today because this weekend there are a few places in the Twin Cities area that are hosting vaccination events. And some of these have $100 incentives. So if you need a reason to go get um, your your uh, updated vaccine or a booster, uh, this weekend would be it. So these vaccination events are happening. There's one uh, happening December 16th from 12 to 3. This is happening at the Hennepin Technical College in the cafeteria. Again, December 16th, uh, 12 to 3. Uh, that is on Brooklyn Boulevard in Brooklyn Park. And then TAKS is also holding a vaccination event um, on the 17th from 2 to 6. Uh, again, another $100 incentive, and that will be happening at 2601 Minnehaha Avenue in Minneapolis. Again, December 17th, 2 to 6. So that's awesome for you guys that are driving. The 17th is Sunday and the 16th is Saturday. That's great. And then you get your, I'm sure they give out a gift card and you can go shopping. So yeah, do some buy Christmas me a Christmas shopping. present and send it to a Native Roots Radio P.O. Box. Uh, never mind. But hey, Wendy, yeah. the, I want to introduce my awesome and beautiful wife, Wendy. She's been an animal advocate for many, many years, and uh, she's beautiful and uh, an artist and a painter. And, uh, and Haley's uh, an artist, too, I want everyone to know. She does beautiful watercolors. Well, I have a heart of an artist. I cry at sad commercials and movies. That, does that mm-hmm. count at all? Absolutely. Yep. Right. Woo. All right, Wendy, take it away. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. And I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States. And I work on animal issues at the local and state level. And it's always my pleasure to work on stuff like this. So a couple of weeks ago, um, Robert and I, we were out in New York. And then I was talking about um, New York City pigeons. Do you remember that? <laughs> and we were kind of like talking about the pigeons and whatever. So I had some fun facts about <laughs> oh. them. And then just recently, Haley, you sent me an article about pigeons and how mm-hmm. humans have abandoned them. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They used to be domesticated. Yeah. They used to fly and send messages. Exactly. So I'm going to talk. That's what I'm going to talk about right now. Now, I have to admit, I have not read the article fully because I've been running around and I haven't prepared myself. But um, what I wanted to do was talk about um, 11 fascinating pigeon facts. And then I want to go to that article and say, you know, hey, you know, we domesticated these pigeons. We, they worked for us, right? We brought them in to live with us and be with us. I mean, they were in World mm-hmm. War One and yeah. World War Two. Yeah. messenger pigeons. Big deal. Yeah, really big deal. I mean, they saved people's lives. And they sent messages. And they sent messages. I also just read that they were on ships as well. The pigeons were on ships. Now, if a ship was sinking, they would send the pigeons out so that they could get help. Could you imagine wow. that? So they've been replaced by texting, it sounds like. <laughs> they have a tweet. <laughs> or the tweet, yeah. The tweet. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there, Exactly. Haley. So, you know, people really are hating on pigeons saying like they're the rats of the sky they make a mess they carry diseases all of these things but we brought them here we wanted them to live with us and now we don't want them anymore because we we um, domesticated them but like you said robert they were and Haley, they were the first domesticated bird people have been keeping uh, pigeons as pets for a very long time. In fact, pigeons are portrayed in uh, the in some art forms as far back as 4500 BC. Wow. And yeah, scientists believe that the species of art are the first recorded images of pigeons, and that's 4500 BC. That's crazy, really. Yeah. There's yeah. different kinds of pigeons, too. Yeah. I know in New York, they look different from the ones in Minnesota here, too. Yeah, they did. They said there's so many species and different variations of pigeons. And if you just look at them, they're all really beautiful they have like iridescent colors to them and they are really pretty and for some uh the pigeons sing and for others they poop on them i know (laughs) some pigeons are war veterans 
Wow. Like we were just talking yeah. about that during the 20th century, it is common for countries to have flocks of homing pigeons for military use. The birds could quickly de- deliver important messages between bases or across enemy lines. Mm. Pigeons are credited with saving thousands of lives through the information they so diligently delivered, commonly known as pigeon post. Oh. Yeah. Really, one pigeon named G.I. Joe (laughs) saved British troops from a bombing with five minutes to spare. Another, by the name of Cher Ami, delivered a total of 12 important messages for the United States military during World War I. Mm. On his last mission, Cher Ami was shot in the breast and still managed to fly for another 25 minutes, completing his mission and saving the lives of 194 stranded soldiers. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. Yeah, definitely. That pigeons were um, doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Pigeons have lives outside of the military as well. Historically, pigeons were released from sinking boats. This is what I was talking about before. Sinking boats to send for help. Pigeons have also been trained to aid in rescuing people lost at sea. They locate the people who are stranded and notify rescuers of the location. They are perfect for this job because in addition to having great eyesight, they can detect the ultraviolet light that surrounds the people in the water. No way. Yeah. I did not know that. I didn't know it either. I just read it right now. That's amazing. Do you want to know another fun fact? Yes. That when Mike Tyson, the boxer, was young, he had hundreds of pigeons. And he was very, they were his pets and he had them on the roof. And I I think he was from Brooklyn. Really? And uh, he was very gentle with them and uh, he loved them. He didn't bite off their ear? They don't have ears. Yeah, so pigeons are navigation <laughs> experts. Believe it or not, pigeons can find their way home that. from an astounding 1,300 miles away. What's more, they have been proven that they can do so after being transported in complete isolation to a location they've never been. So you could be, you could blindfold them, take mm-hmm. them 1,300 miles away from where they be, where they belong. They don't know where they are. They take off the mask wow. and they could find their way back. I can't even find my way from Minneapolis. Yeah, to they Saint have. Paul. They must yeah. have Google Maps sometime, you know, yeah. inside. Yes. And I like what you said about the ear thing. I just got that. You Thank just you. got that. That's funny, Robert. Pigeons are also very fast. Yes, they're very fast birds, which is one of the reasons they make great messengers. Their speed also makes them great racers. Mm -hmm. Pigeon racing is surprisingly lucrative business, and racing pigeons can be quite expensive. The most expensive pigeon ever sold costs nearly $1. Point nine million dollars. What? I don't like that what? because I don't like exploitation of of animals. But right. Well, and when money's involved, the animals usually are not taken care of well. Right. You yes. didn't read that first. I didn't. I'm, I'm I'm just doing this live on the cuff. Pigeons cool. are excellent male male carriers. Pigeons nice are people. Pigeon. Yeah, there's a couple of other good things about pigeons. I'll save it for next time. But pigeons are people listen, too. Listen, we domesticated. Now we need to keep the love. Oh, we need to keep the love for the pigeons. Good people. call. Hey, yeah. Pinigigi Wendy and uh, Pinigigi State Senator Mary Kunish and uh, Haley. This has been Native Roots Radio presents. I'm awake. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. Now.